You're listening to the Rudder Media Network podcast. We are a student-led media organization here at Texas A&M University Galveston campus. I'm the producer, Noah, and today I'm joined with two very special and super cool members of our organization, and they are... Witten Hardy. Zachary Todd. Yeah. So for the first time in a while, it's not just me, and that's always super fun. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about something that I feel like a is a pretty kind of relevant topic, especially for college students. And that's going to be how we get over this kind of fall funk that we can get in, this winter blues, fall fatigue, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's something that I feel about this point in the semester, or really just the year in general, when the weather starts to change and now it's getting dark a little bit earlier. Um, it can be kind of a downer. I don't know about you guys. It's a downer for me. Yeah, yeah, I can see it because it gets more cloudy more often. You're kind of sitting there like, man, it's dark, it's cloudy. I wish the sun was back. I want the vibe of summer back or something. Yeah, for sure. Um, but for for me in particular, I don't know if it's a combination of you know coming up on the end of the semester and like the weather and all that, and I'm just I'm trying to wrap all the school stuff up and just. You know, trying to get through, and it can be kind of stressful towards the end, you know. You're, you're getting ready to go home. You're just like, man, I can't wait to go home, especially around this time because I get more excited to go home in the winter than I do in the spring just because it's Christmas, and I get to see my family, and I get to go to Thanksgiving and to go do all this fun stuff. And I'm like, man, it's going to be fun when I go home. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to the break as well. What about you, Zachary? How are you feeling? Um, I mean, I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to going home to see family, friends. I mean, my girlfriend's back at home. Hey, um, whoop. It's been tough because, um, I mean, I'm from out of state, 12 and a half hour drive. Uh, yeah, you're worse than me, dude. I'm like 10. Yeah, I think we're all <laughs> yeah. kind of in that boat. Yeah. We're, all, yeah. we're all far from home, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's not easy. No, it's not. And you th- and especially my first year, I remember I just thought about home all the time. I'm like, man, all these Texans are so proud of their state, and it made me proud of my state because I'm from where Zach's from. It's, ten- it's a Tennessee, and all these Texans are like, yeah, like our state does this, is this. I'm like, well, my state made your state, so calm down. You know, <laughs> Sam Houston was from Tennessee. <laughs> calm down, y'all. Oh man. But it made, but it definitely was hard my first year because I like I've never been away from home for that long of a time i've been away from home for two months but that after after like the four months hit i was like oh man i can't wait to go home and then i went home and it was weird because i didn't know where i was driving almost (laughs) see i don't see talking about going home and like thinking about home a lot like i don't know if it's just me but now that you know covid 19 is a big thing and it's really kind of changed you know, how on-campus life is. Like, I feel like I've been going home a lot this semester. Like, I've gone home a few times, but granted, one of those, I had to go back and do my civic duty and vote. But um, just in general, I feel like that's been that's been kind of nice. That's one of the few nice things that I've enjoyed about it is, like, since everything I'm doing is online, pretty much, I can just go home, yeah, you know? Yeah, I've been home the most this past year. And, crap, we went home in March. Yeah. I was home for... Seven, six months, or I was I was home for a very long time. That's the longest I've, or that's the longest I've been home in a while. And it was really nice, and so I, I kind of planned to go home this semester, but I just didn't. Yeah. So, and I'm not too upset by it because I'll be going home next Friday, and that'll be dope. Yeah, man. Well, so I think the. The kind of point of this particular podcast episode, we're going to talk about things that maybe we do in our personal lives or things that we've heard about potentially doing in order to kind of power through this last part of the year, this last part of the semester, and really just kind of keep ourselves going, you know, through these kind of downer times or times when it might be easier to get stressed out or whatever. And I'm I'm particularly interested because, you know, Zachary, you're a, you're a freshman, right? Yes, yeah, so this is... This is a weird semester for you, my dude. Yeah, it's definitely a time when I think is really weird to be like your first semester in college. But um, so I'm curious how that's kind of going for you. But I think in general, across the board, it's a weird time. And um, I don't know. 
I've I've been trying to be more intentional about certain things that I can do to kind of keep myself upbeat. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys about what you do as well. Lots and lots of music and hot chocolate and sweet tea. Lots okay. of it. Okay. Hey, we, we have we have a whole episode. You can slow down. We can we can discuss every single one of those. Yeah, if you want. I know, I know. I'm just throwing I'm just throwing some stuff out there. Just rapid fire. Yeah, man. That's what that's what that's what I think of whenever I think of winter blues is you know, sitting there listening to music with my hot chocolate and my sweet tea next to me, yeah. studying, and it keeps me going. Well, I mean, you, you bring up music, which I think is good. I, I love music. I'm a big music guy. And I was actually talking to Zachary before we got started. I was like, you know, November 1st, I started blasting Christmas music hard because it's, yeah, it's yeah, my I, favorite I gotta, music. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I got you on know? to you about that. I was like, dude, it's not past Thanksgiving. But then I started listening to it after you did. Yeah, I was man. like, dang it. And speak, speaking of which, for all of our listeners, there is an official, unofficial, a kind of official, whatever, um, Rudder Radio slash Rudder Media Network Christmas playlist on Spotify. And um, I think I made it public. If I didn't, I'll go after we get done recording and I'll put that out there. But it's called A Very Rudder Christmas. So you'll have to be sure to go and give that a like. It's got some nice kind of retro, vintagey kind of Christmas songs to it and it's pretty good that's all you know noah i mean it's all all i like it's all i like i'm I'm an old man and a young guy's body you know yeah i know i i don't understand it like do you know any new stuff you're like nope Nah, man (laughs) who needs new stuff like the stuff that i've been listening to for years is still good it hasn't gotten your your playlist is a 2000s throwback ah man anyway 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 anyway, i'm feeling attacked right now so so i'm gonna shut that down when it comes to music i really listen i like listening to dolly parton's you know very dolly christmas okay okay and because it's a it's a live cd and it's a live playlist too i have it on my iphone and my computer and my truck and i listen to it a lot over like especially after thanksgiving i listen to it a lot gets me going like man this is happy christmas music yeah Christmas time, and it gets it kind of makes me think of home too, and gets me kind of through the winter blues. Yeah, man. I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever listened to Dolly Parton's like Christmas music mm, it's, whatsoever. It's, it's something else. There you go. Okay. It's very good. It's very good, and it's very energetic too. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very energetic. What about you, Zachary? What kind of kind of tunes are you listening to? If you're a music guy, I don't know. I mean, I listen to a wide variety, but mostly I listen to, like, rock and country. Okay. Um, what kind of kind of country are you listening to? I, I've, I've recently, I, well, not really recently. It's been, like, I guess since I moved to Texas. I've tried to get into country a little bit, and I'm always curious, like, what other people listen yeah, to. Yeah, I remember that because I asked you, like, do you know who this person is? And you're like, I have no idea who you're talking about. I'm like, oh, my God, you're from Mississippi. From Tupelo, the home of Elvis Presley, you don't know what country music is. I mean, it's not a, it's not a big country town. I don't think it's kind of a Tupelo is a weird spot. But I want to I want to hear Zachary's kind of his his vibe, what he's been listening mm-hmm. to. What do you what do you vibe to, Zach? I mean, um, in terms of country music, I listen to a lot of George Strait. Uh, Carrie Underwood is also another one on my playlist. Jason Aldean, Brad Paisley, mm-hmm. Dolly Parton is also oh. on my list. Uh, it's a, it's just a mix of old and new. I have some Johnny Cash, John Denver, Willie Nelson. Yeah, I don't I don't really like to listen to anything past '90s and early 2000s country because after that it just turns into kind of rock and roll or pop music. Well, Carrie Underwood is very good. Yeah, Carrie Underwood is. Still very good. I enjoy your music a lot. I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's there's some new country that I kind of like. Like like what? Florida know. Georgia Line. Oh God, no! That's like <laughs> that's bro country. country. That's yeah, like, that's not nah, country. It, it's literally just pop music. Yeah, it's, it's pop with it's, country accents. It is. Yeah, they put a twang on it to try to sell more. You know, um, I like Midland. You know, they had that, yeah, Midland's had that, good. They had that drinking problem song that was big for a while. That's, like, a, that's a must-have bar song. Yeah, but I mean, I've talked about it like back when we were doing like the radio shows and stuff. I brought it up. Like that whole first album they put out is actually really good. Um, 
It's kind of cheesy, but it's easy to listen to. So I mean, I I kind of vibed to it, that. It kind of rem- I thought it was like made in the '90s because it sounded like '90s country. Yeah. But no, it's like very new. Yeah, they have a very like throwback kind of sound, mm-hmm. which which I kind of dig because I like older stuff in general. So if it seems like it's older, but it's not, like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I listen to. I also study a lot during the winter, especially since I've come to college in my past three years i study a lot because finals are pretty much coming up we're in our last weeks of school next week's pretty much the last week full week of school and then after that we have finals i listen to a lot of like electronic dance music but not like heavy it's like really slow undertone where i can focus more and it gives me more of a focus type vibe and it and it really keeps my mind off you know whatever Winter blues is going on outside, and kind of, and it actually kind of goes with the whole weathery type because everyone's studying around this time. And when you think of finals week or around the last weeks of the winter semester, you think of just sitting and studying while it's like snowing outside. Yeah. Well, it doesn't snow down yeah, here. Yeah, I was about to say I don't, I don't think it ever snows here. If it snows here, we have a problem. But um, yeah, it does. Yeah, we do. Yeah, man. I don't know. I've I've tried listening to more like the electronic-y music kind of stuff. And one, I can't I can't multitask to save my life. So like listening to music and trying to study, it's it's terrible. I'm focused on one or the other and trying to do both. I get nothing done. Do, do you sit there and like watch the the track go along? <laughs> yeah. Well, like I'll realize like I'm staring at my computer screen trying to you know study a PowerPoint or whatever, and I've been on the same slide for like five minutes. However long the song is, just because I'm. I'm rereading the same lines because I'm not retaining anything. It's terrible. But um, I don't know. For me, like, electronic economies. I was into, like, synthwave type stuff yeah, for, I like, love a synthwave. while. But, like, God, I don't know. I like I like the more, like, deep kind of, you know, Base, lower bassy, bassy tracks type. and stuff. And uh, I don't know. This time of year, that's that can be kind of a downer. It can get you, like, in the mood, but it can also, like, affect your mood a little bit. I feel like that's kind of my thing there so that's something i listen to in the summer to kind of mm-hmm. mellow me out i don't know i just listen to it whenever i study but it really does keep my mind off anything i'm thinking about yeah man. i mean hey to each their own like you know i'm i'm glad it works for you i mean for mm-hmm. me it's it's not a thing but um oh man i i pretty much this time of year i'm trying to do anything to keep from studying which is the worst i'm a horrible procrastinator but um no things if, that, if you had to email your professors to retake five tests I'm not to that point yet, but it very well could that's happen. A, that's a fat yet, my dude. <laughs> that's a fat yet. I mean, I feel like I got to throw that that yet on there. I haven't done it yet. You know, there's always a chance. But um, no, man. In addition to like listening to music, which is something I do a lot generally, I've gotten into podcasts a little bit. I don't know if you guys listen to podcasts. Huh, well, um, funny you should say that. We're on a podcast. Yeah, I, I, I realized after I said it, it's kind of ironic that I'm into podcasts, like listening to them while we're recording one. Haha, I get it. Mm-hmm. But um, no, really though, like that's something I had never really gotten into. I, I never really listened to like audio books and things like that. But um, I don't know. There's something nice about listening to a podcast, especially like if I'm driving home or coming back from being at home. You know, it's like a ten hour drive, so I'm like, ah, I listen to all the same old music. It has gotten a little mm-hmm. bit old, I will admit. So it's nice to mix it up. Yeah, I, I used to be really big in the podcast. I'm really big in the audiobooks whenever I'm driving because, you know, ten like you said, 10-hour drive. It makes a drive go by a lot more quickly if you listen to an audiobook. But for podcasts, I really listened to it when I was like 16 years old when I first started driving. And then it kind of dropped off like a year later. Hmm. So I haven't really gotten into podcasts too much. Okay. Yeah, I've been trying to start listening to more podcasts. Uh, I listen to a lot of the environmental type podcasts. Like, uh, there's this one about marine mammals that I really find interesting. Uh, I'm, mm. I'm trying to get more into it, but right now I listen to more music on the drive homes and such. Yeah, it, it's really easier to listen to music, especially, you know, when you lose service and the podcast just cuts out. So, yeah, yeah. It, it um, does kind of suck. One thing I found is like I like listening to podcasts. They're a lot of fun. It, it can be hard to find like good ones though, or ones that are about like topics that are actually interesting to you. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug a podcast here, and it's not one that we obviously 
or getting anything for me mentioning, but um, have you guys listened to Ologies by Ali Ward? Not at all. Okay, well... I've it, never even heard of that. Well, the premise of this podcast, it's kind of what it sounds like. Ologies, so each episode, it's like an hour long, but Ali Ward, she's like this science journalisty kind of person, and she interviews a person whose title ends with ology. So it could be all different kind of stuff, like there's like mythologists and volcanologists and all kind of stuff, and it's all different things, and they just talk about what they do for like an hour. And so it's all different sciencey topics, and it's really cool. I like that one a lot. I've listened to several of those episodes, but um, yeah, finding uh, just finding podcasts with interesting topics can be pretty fun. Um, that's something I've been getting into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of YouTube. Yeah, I'm really yeah. into that. Lots I, of YouTube. Oh, I, well, I know you're a you're a YouTube guy. I am. Um, you know, I introduce you some. It. I introduce you to some of my humor, and you've never gone back. Oh man, you've never gone back. You know, boneless pizza is something that I don't know how I missed when it when it first hit the scene. I can't believe you missed that. Yeah, Witten showed me this boneless pizza video, which apparently, according to him, I have no idea if this is true or not, it was just this super popular, funny thing like a few years ago. It, it was. It was like the thing to watch. I, I somehow, I guess I was living under a rock. I don't know. Yeah, I bet you missed Fred, too, when YouTube first started. I, I the only Fred I know is my old roommate, man. I don't know. Oh, man. We got to show you Fred now. I'm scared. No, you, you should be scared. He has a high-pitched voice. <laughs> he does stupid stuff. Yeah. I mean, knowing the stuff you watch, I'm, I'm not the least bit surprised that it's going to be some stupid stuff. It is going to be some stupid stuff. No, man. Um, Really, I've never been a huge YouTube guy. I mean, I don't know if that's just being older or if I'm just weird and don't like youtube but like you're just weird i guess i am i don't I mean know. you're a millennial almost uh, like a I, almost all the millennials i know like watch a crap ton of youtube yeah. so you're just weird am i a millennial yeah I'm, you are i don't know you're 20 you're like 24 yeah yeah you're a millennial i'm never really sure you look up the age ranges and it's always like it's well, always one of them up. says this the other one says that you know i don't know but Millennials go all the way up to 1996. Yeah, I'm like right on the edge. So then, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking bad about millennials. I'm just just trying to get done with college. You're just trying to, you're trying to I'm vibe. Just, I'm just trying to go about my day. You, you messed up when you went to Disney. That's all I'm going to say. That's I think that's that you must have up. been when that video came out. I was pulling my 12-hour shifts at Disney World. That's yeah. what it was. I had no, <laughs> that's I, why you missed it. I had no time to watch YouTube, you know? Speaking of, speaking of which, we'll have to talk about Disney travel plans after after oh, yeah, we're done no, recording. I'm looking forward to those. Yeah, yeah man. Cool. I got a I got some good news about mine, so I'll mm-hmm. chat with you guys about that. Um. So, but yeah, YouTube. I watch lots and lots of YouTube. Yeah. And I mean, I do that too. I also uh, make some videos. Oh really? Yeah. You make videos. That's yeah. awesome. Me and my friends have a channel. Uh, we haven't posted anything yet, but we're in the works right now. Mm-hmm. I went through a phase where uh, I took I was taking clips from like some of my best plays, like in Battlefield or like older games, and I was just making meme videos out of them. You know, adding <laughs> air horns in the background or sound one effects. One of those guys, huh? Yeah, one of those guys. Oh, that's cool though. And it, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I was really proud of those videos, and they were actually quite funny. To me, at least. Well, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, man. It's all that matters is that you enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I spent like an hour or thirty minutes working on it. It was very, it was very quick once I figured it out. Um, it's not too hard to make a meme video if you know what you're doing, hmm. and it can be very fun. If you know what you're doing, you like just the way doing. the way you talk about that is cracking me up. Well, well, you see, like if you know how to add the stupid stuff in, you can make a perfect meme video. <laughs> It's, it's like the the art of the, I don't know, the, the meme. The art of the meme. The art of the meme. I need to write a book about oh, that. Enter it the should meme. be a college course. Yeah, it should. It should be, it's going to be, you know, I'm convinced it's going to be a college course. You know, later on down the road, like in 2050 or something, it's going to be like, yeah, um, explain how memes got people through the year of 2020 and 2016. The science behind the meme. Yeah, memeology. See, that's the thing that I'm sure we could Google it, and people have done like PhD dissertations on memes, on memes and like the psychology well, well, of memes. Well, technically, meme was like a completely different thing before, you know, 2009 or eight, whenever memes started. 
Um, it was just like a way that things spread, and that's why they were called memes because they uh. spread like wildfire. Whenever they were like shared between people, they spread hmm. like really quickly. Hmm. Well, that's and a meme is anything cultural that is spread between people. Hmm. So, okay. Um, the, the more you know. Yeah, the more know. you know. I need I need like a little soundboard. Press a button. The more you know. We'll we'll invest in one of those. That's, yeah, we will. That's one of the next big I'll, I'll investments. I'll program it. I'll program it. Won't tell you what any of it is. You have to figure it out. See, that'll be fun. I'll just press a button and like random noise. It'll, it'll be the opposite of what I'm going for, but I'll leave it in. Yeah, you'll play the crab rave. Well, since both of y'all apparently have like some experience with YouTube, I don't know. I think, I think the old Rudder Media needs to start making some videos. I don't know what they'd be. Yeah, I'm scared what kind of meme kind of vibe they'd have, but, like... No, all we, all we would need to do is go film random people on campus and ask them the most random questions and then just add stuff, like, right after the question. And after they answer, just add, like, some really stupid effects. I mean, I don't know that I personally would watch that, but I'm sure somebody would. We'll, we'll make some casual oh. videos on the we'll, side. Oh, on the side. <laughs> on the oh, side. We'll make, we'll make normal videos every now and then. <laughs> That'll what, be supremely more popular than our other ones. What about a campus-wide prank war? That'd be quality content right that there. That would be really quality content, but it would be very hard to get like everyone out of their dorms. That would be, yes. We got we to do it after corona. Yes, that, that is true. We would have to wait till after coronavirus yeah. is over. If we ever get there. If, if we, we ever, ever get do. there. Yeah. I don't think Noah's going to see the end of corona, though. Uh, he's going he's gonna to have a corona graduation. Wait, what does that, what does that mean? You're going to have a corona graduation, I don't know what you mean. Like, I'm not going to see the end of corona. You make it sound like Yeah, I'm well, going to take you out. <laughs> Oof, Watch <wait>. your back. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So You're acting kind of sus there. Yeah, yeah. No. So... That is a thing that the, the youngsters oh, say. Yeah, we, stuff we, is we, sus. Wow. I've, I've heard that one. I, I started saying that before Among Us came out. I want the record to show that. I've been saying that way before Among Us came out. Sure you have, buddy. Wow. Sure you have. Okay. I'm from Memphis, man. We have all okay. kinds of weird stuff. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that is, is true. true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like y'all both know. We say some really weird stuff. So. Yeah. No, anyway, but right. What was I saying? All right. Well, we were on YouTube, which after this, we're going to have to start planning how to put a YouTube channel together. But mm. I want to I move on a little bit. Um. So we talk about watching YouTube a little bit, getting into that. Um, what foods makes you make you like? Are there any kind of foods that make you not think of winter, or make me not? Or, think the, or of make or make you, warm, you make you warm inside? Yeah. Excuse me. Coffee only, only coffee. Coffee, well, coffee that's is a, love. That's, coffee that's, is that's life. That's a drink. Man. That's not food. No, nah, dude. Coffee, coffee bean is a food. Hey, look, I I didn't even pay attention to you saying food. I, my brain immediately said coffee. All right, well let's let's go to drinks now. So coffee. Okay. Coffee, I mean, that's that's all I need. I could only drink coffee, and I'd probably be severely dehydrated, but it'd be okay. You'd also be, um, you know, on the toilet a lot. Nah, well, there's nothing new there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, our, our listeners are going to love us. Yeah, they are. Uh, I might edit it out. Probably not. No, nah, don't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, man. No, um, coffee's really it. I mean, hot chocolate's good, too. I think you... Yeah, you hot, said you hot like chocolate. hot chocolate. Whipped cream, hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. With, ha- you, with hazelnut in it. Are you a marshmallow in your hot chocolate kind of guy? Um, what, are your, what are your thoughts on, a on ca- that? On, a, on occasion, I do like it. However, I kind of feel like it defeats the purpose because by the time you get to the marshmallow, it's like all dehydrated and, you know, hot. <laughs> it's like, okay. dang, okay. Or it's, or either that, not dehydrated, it's, oh, it's like saturated overly hydrated yeah, overly okay. hydrated saturated it's dehydrated because it's so full of liquid yeah mm-hmm. oh no man um i'm not a big marshmallow in the hot chocolate guy because i but i'm like the opposite i don't let them settle i don't let them get too mm-hmm. you know soaked in the hot chocolate i just some people eat them with a spoon yeah what's the point just drink drink hot chocolate and just have a bag of marshmallows off to the side and just pop a couple in your mouth i, I feel mean, like that defeats the purpose or maybe it's like maybe we're even not, better. Yeah, maybe we're not thinking of it. Maybe know. we're thinking of it in a different way. It might maybe. enhance the experience. It might. Maybe. I must experiment later. Or maybe it's just hot chocolate and we're overthinking it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we'll, we can go back to food because the food is a lot more mm-hmm. to talk about, I guess. I don't know. What are, what are some foods that get you through Southern food. Southern comfort food. Like cracker barrel food. 
that gets me, man. I don't know what it is, but every t- I am not ha- I am not sad whenever I'm at Cracker Barrel or whenever I'm having Southern food. Chicken pot pie, definitely. I'm like all about it. Makes me so happy. It's like my favorite food. Whenever I go home, that's the first thing I eat. It's a big chicken pot pie. And I feel fat because I eat the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. What about you, Zachary? What are, what are some prime foods that you enjoy this time of year, especially? Lots of chicken-like dishes. Uh, I do like jambalaya and gumbo yes, a lot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. B- big Cajun guy. Please here. continue. Please. Uh, lo- <laughs> lots of seafood. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sushi? Not a big sushi fan. Oh, what? I just, Man. I just never liked it. You don't like the raw fish, is it? Yeah, it's the raw fish. I got to give you the crab meat. You got to have the crab Dude. meat. I'm just yeah. telling you, you should try eating nothing but crab rolls. It will change your life. It changed my perspective on life. I love crab. Crab is love. Crab is life. Oh, yeah, crab is very good. I mean, down in uh, Biloxi and Pascagoula and all the those major cities on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. They have casinos. Major. Yeah, major. <laughs> I th- it's all one giant city. Yeah, so. pretty much. Um, uh, all those casinos down there, I mean, no, I'm sure, you know, they have like $50. You can go there for a night on Fridays and Saturdays where they have the fresh catch of crabs. $50 unlimited crabs at the buffet. I go there and I eat my heart out. Yeah, man. You got to make the people that are giving out those kind of deals hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to make them regret giving you that opportunity. Yeah, you got to walk in there and eat like $200 worth of crap. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's the only way you to approach dr- that. Drop them on the floor <laughs> every now and then. Well, eat, eat like an you animal. got to eat a, a little bit off of them and then uh, throw it on the floor. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Where's some foods that I like? I um. Yeah, Noah. I like the I like jambalaya, I like gumbo, that kind of stuff. Um, I really like chili though. Really? I, yes. I, I love I, chili. Like family, cold weather, chili is the move. My man. family has eaten so much chili over the years that I've just like kind of become desensitized to it. I don't oh, really care man. for it. I mean, I don't know if y'all must not have like a good recipe then. Like, I gotta, I'm gonna get my mom's. I'm gonna send it to you. Okay. You, you gotta, you gotta cook this up. It is so good. Like, I eat way too much every single time because you just can't stop can't stop it's that good it is that good i stand by that but also another thing talking about my mom's cooking dishes that i love i ask for all the time uh, this is one that she hardly cooks for me because it's like time consuming or something i don't but know i don't su- i don't is it cook. super good it's super good like i'll ask for it like on my birthday and stuff but she cooks a mean lasagna lasagna I, I, see i'm not a big lasagna guy I, either it's not for everybody but if you have like good lasagna it'll make you like a lasagna person I mean, bad, bad lasagna is easy to come by. Like, it's her eh, lasagna. But good lasagna is good, you mm-hmm. know. Good lasagna is good. That's the that's going to be the caption for this episode. Good, good lasagna, lasagna is good. good. Yeah. Really? No, man. It is. It is. Um, what are some other dishes? What are some other dishes that if you, I if you can think that of? I like it. That I, oh, man. Uh, well, I mean, we have... What thank- are some dishes around wintertime, specifically, that you... Or start craving more. Well, I mean, you know, winter time. I start thinking about holidays, and really, I mean, I don't know how other parts of the country do. I feel like in the South, generally, it's just it's a lot of the same kind of dishes, regardless of what state you're in. But you know, your typical Thanksgiving and holiday, like Christmas foods, are um, those are the ones that I really get mm-hmm. kind of keyed up for. Um, so like the Christmas ham, the Thanksgiving turkey. Absolutely. The. Uh, Green bean casserole. Dude, I, I love a good green bean casserole. Oh, I'm convinced like, nowhere else but the South can cook a green bean casserole. I mean, they can try. They, they, they really can, can try. They can't do it right, though. They or, have failed. Yeah, or <laughs> or sweet potato casserole. Oh, man. With the marshmallows on top of it. With oh. the marshmallows on top of it. Maybe I'm weird. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, but I don't want to bring you down from all of your man. excitement. I know. That's, man, that, that's, a, that's crushing. Not, well, I'm not a huge sweet potato guy. I'm not. I'm really not. How can um, you how, how can you live in the South and I not like know. sweet potatoes? I don't Noah? know, man. I don't know. You don't, don't like those yams? Oh, no. Nope. No sweet, yams. The only sweet potatoes I like are like sweet potato fries. Okay, well, sweet you know, potato fries are, are like really good. Yeah, those are super. Remember good. when Sonic came out with the sweet potato tots? No. Oh man, that, that, those I'm were not, good. Those were good. Were they? That sounds like it'd be weird. Oh no, it was really good. They were better than the fries. Ooh. I stand by that. Ooh. Okay. I really missed them. 
I wish they brought bring them back. Are mashed sweet potatoes a thing? No. Well, should they be? I well, don't know. well, what some people do is they scoop out like the sweet potato and they just put it on a plate and they cook it. But mashed, but mashed sweet potato is weird to where it just turns into a kind of like a glob. Yeah. When heated up. Yeah, I was trying to think. Like, I don't think I've ever like heard of that. And I was just like, huh. Because it's not like regular potatoes where they'll hold up whenever like they're mashed and cooked up. Sweet potatoes will actually like melt if you mash them up and cook them. Yeah. It just turns into a glob. That's why people use it for casserole. Is it because it sticks together really easily, but it's like a globby, goopy substance. It's very easy to eat. That's actually, if you, uh, good thing about sweet potatoes, about them being goopy, if you heat them up, if you have your wisdom teeth taken out. I know a lot of people have their wisdom teeth taken out around this time. Sweet uh, sweet potatoes will save your life, man. I I lived off sweet potatoes for like uh, two or three days. Hmm. And... They were really. It was really. It's a really good eating. It's better than most of the most of the stuff you're gonna eat, and it's healthy for you, for the most part. You can add some brown sugar and cinnamon, and it's exactly. It's all you'll ever want to eat. You're good to go. Hmm. So no one would other, you know, around this time you just crave Thanksgiving and Christmas foods. Yeah, I mean, I don't crave like any like crazy foods. You know, I mean, I just like good food. And especially like being in college, being away from home like a lot, I you, crave, you crave really good like home cooked meal kind of stuff. Cause, I mean, I can cook in my apartment. It's not great. I, I don't like cooking. You know, I like stuff I can like microwave. Or you yeah, know, yeah, being away what? from home made me realize really quickly that I cannot cook. Yeah, all I will say, you know, Zachary mentioned jambalaya. I cook a mean one pot satarans jambalaya straight out the box. You know, cut up some smoked sausage and. Boom, you're good to go. That's about what as... What a fraud. I know, that's about as, what like, a fraud. as flashy as my cooking gets, you know? Because it takes 25 minutes, and that's it, you know? Do you at least add the seasoning to it? I mean, well, one, it comes with seasoning in the box, but I also put some Tony's on there. I don't know if you guys are Tony's fans. I don't know how to say his last name, so Tony's is all I'm calling it. It's like that pizza brand? Chachari's. No, it's like some seasoning. I don't really... I'm not too big in the seasoning, so. Okay, oof. Yeah, I know. White people. God. <laughs> Whenever I grill up steaks, my, my mom like almost like, are you going to put some seasoning on that? I'm like, you do that? I mean, a good steak shouldn't need much of anything. Like Exactly. That's why I said. Like, if, you, if it's a good cut of meat and it's cooked right, you don't need steak sauce. You don't really need anything. Like, it should have enough, like, juices and natural flavors to get you by. So I'm not a, I'm not a big steak sauce guy, things like that, but... I do think, you know, you can use a little bit of seasoning or you can, you know, maybe not steak, but you can marinate some other stuff and make it better. But mm-hmm. You know, know what I think needs to be a Christmas food? Lamb, for sure. Lamb, Lamb needs to be Christmas food. very good. It's, it's very good. It's very small. It doesn't come in, it doesn't come, it, whenever you cook it, it's not too big. It's smaller than a steak, much smaller than a steak, but it has a lot of flavor in it. It's very good, very easy to cook. It's not too expensive. And, okay. it's, and I think it's 100% better than steak. 100% better than steak. That's a bold claim. It is a bold claim, but it's it's fact. It's 100% factual. Nothing but the facts. If there was a fax machine here, I'd point at it. Mm. Yeah, it was a cringy a little I just, joke. I, I cringed did you, all did over you, my did you die? Body. Did you die a little bit inside? I'm already dead inside, but, you know. <laughs> No oh, man, um, I don't know that I've ever had lamb. Actually, now that I think about it, it's re- it's really not too many people have it. But when they discover it, they, that's all they want. Hmm. It's kind of like rabbit. Rabbit's very good, and it's very easy to find, but not too many people get it. Yeah, I don't know that I would eat rabbit either. But it's because it's, it's because me. big steak is controlling your mind. <laughs> <laughs> big steak, bro. Big steak. Okay, I've heard it all. Like <laughs> we might, we it's not. We're not gonna top that. We might as well just wrap up now. Yeah, man. I know. You're not gonna top that. No. No. I think we all we all mentioned a little bit about food. I don't know. You got anything? You got anything more, Zach? I mean, pies. <coughs> pies. A nice pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pies are. I'm. I'm a nice yeah. American. Apple pie kind of guy. That's my that's my favorite pie. Apple pie apple on every pie. other day. Pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving or on Halloween. 
But even on Halloween, like, I don't really eat too much pumpkin. Halloween doesn't really have, like, ha- there aren't any Halloween foods, are there? There's just a lot candy. of Halloween alcohol. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I mean, there's candy. Yeah, there's yeah, candy. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think that would be the more obvious thing to point out about Halloween is there's there's candy. No, whenever I think of Halloween, I think of, like, people making jello shots in a little pumpkin shot glass. Okay, okay. Yeah. That might just be you, I don't know. It might just be me. Might just be I might have grown up weird. I mean, I did go. No, tri- I did go. I did go trick or treating at like five p.m. or four, because I wouldn't be the first one out there. And my mom hated it. <laughs> it's like, why do you have to go out so early? I gotta get all the candy. Nah, man, you gotta go at like midnight to one o'clock in the morning when they just leave the bowls out, and then you just take the entire bowl. Just don't even leave the bowl. Just take it. Well, no, you leave the bowl. You just take all the candy. Okay. I think you should just be like completely Dennis the Menace and just take the bowl. Anyway, we're not talking about Halloween yeah, here. Yeah, no, Halloween's over. And honestly, in my list of holidays, it's towards the bottom, you know? I think I, in our Halloween episode that I put out, I talked about how I don't really like Halloween. So you can go and listen to that if you want some more, like, spooky Noah's goodness. just here to kill the vibe. I am here to kill the vibe. I'm like the old man, you know? That's my job. Um, now, we're going to move on from food, though. We, we, we hung out mm-hmm. on food for a hot minute. I love food. We all love food. It's great. Um... You guys read any books? Are you guys readers? Do you read anything? I listen. You, yeah, your audio, audio books. You kind of mentioned that. I listen more than I read, but I might as well be reading. How about you, Zachary? I really like reading a good book. I listen. Uh, I, I mean, I listen to books, but I mostly like to read books because there's nothing like the feel of paper just chilling and sitting. And you feel transported a lot. That's why listening to audiobooks is dangerous while you're driving. You're just transported to another world, and you're like, oh, crap, I'm driving. Yeah. I, I, I got I to gotta slow down. <laughs> I'm going about 120. Oof. Oof. Not, not really, though. Fastest I've gone is like 90. Still like a light oof. It's like mm-hmm. a, a medium-sized oof. oof. Very light oof. Nah, man. Not, yeah, we're not going to talk about my uh, speeding days. Yeah, I know. Seems like everyone's got a speeding problem around here. Not, not me. Not me. Like, yeah, you I'm, old. I'm old. killing the vibe again. Yeah, you, you old like, man. No, I'm even driving, you know, back and forth from <coughs> Mississippi. Like, is your maximum speed 75? Well, no. I mean, once you get to Texas, you know, it turns into 75. And I mean, I try to do like 85 at the most. I try to stay like 10 miles over the speed limit or under. Like, I don't, I don't go very fast. Like, I, I know people who go like ridiculously fast, and I'm like, I eh. think they won't get caught. There's a lot of people who think they won't get caught. And they're like, everybody else is speeding. I'm keeping up with the flow of traffic. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, then after you get, a, and then you get pulled over. Yeah, it's not keeping up with the flow of traffic if you're at the front of the pack of cars, you know. That's kind of that's kind of my thing. Um, so, books. Yeah, books, though. I, I can't get into audio books just because I, too, prefer the feel of, like, an actual physical book in my hand. I, there's something about it that I really enjoy. Um I don't know. I actually, I picked up the first Witcher book for The Witcher. If you guys are familiar with, you're about that. to be transported, my dude. Yeah, too. like I don't know. I played The Witcher three. That was a big game, you know. But um, and then I watched the Netflix series not too long ago. I don't know if you I guys actually, I, I actually got my girlfriend to watch the uh, the series with me. It's so good, isn't it? It's really good. Zachary, have you seen it? I have not. You gotta watch. Have you played the game? Alex? No, I have not. What? It's a it's a huge fan base. It's yeah, a really I mean, big fan base. It's really good. But it's also kind of dead. <laughs> because they're not coming out with any more books or anything. Oh yeah, but they're I mean they're making another another season of the show and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that's what keep that's what keep that's what's keeping the whole community alive is a the Witcher Netflix series. Henry Cavill is a very good actor. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I mean it's good, but you know I picked up. I don't think it was like the first published book, but like I googled it and it was like chronologically the first book in terms of like the events. In the book, yeah, the books, so I, the um, books don't go in order. Yeah, but like, I go. This was the book to start with. Everything said, so I picked it up, and uh, I'm really enjoying that currently. Uh, there are other books that I enjoy reading. There, um, there are a series of books by Clive Cussler. God, he, he writes rest a lot. His soul. He writes a lot of books. Yeah, he writes a ton. He has a uh, he has a couple different series, but there's one where uh, they're like about Dirk Pitt the name of the character yeah yeah i know he's you're talking like, about the the uh, the, t- the detective well no he's one. uh he's uh, he's like 
He's like he works for the federal government. Yeah, I know. I, like, I know. I know what you're he does talking like about. Scuba diving and all that stuff. He's like an underwater Indiana Jones, pretty mm-hmm. much. And uh, those books are really good. There's a ton of them. So Rip Rip Clive. Easy. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, yeah. Know, so the books listen, are good. That, listen, those get me through. I, w- I listen to a lot of his books, and I listen to a lot of his recently the Oregon Files. Oh uh, yeah, I've been meaning to try out some of those. It's really funny when you're listening to an audio book about you know a ship when you're a sailor and you're like oh that's not that that's not right what are they talking about this for us that's that's not how a ship works it's pretty much like the oregon is like a container ship an old container ship that's really big but it's really like a warship and anything on there is like anything on there can be a weapon and it can be used to like destroy something it's a really cool ship but it's also really expensive Hmm. it's also the home base of like this company that investigates stuff and takes on terror organizations. It's pretty much a private military for hire. Okay. It's very, Sounds pretty it's cool. very suspicious. I'm not going to lie. It's a little, little sus, yeah, as they might say. Yeah, it's a little sus. A little sus? Okay. More I, don't, than, I don't know if I'm using that right. I'm more more, than, more than a little sus, man. Okay. Okay. Around this time, I do start getting the itch to watch the movie and read the books, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Never, never read or seen it. Oh I don't my. know. Exactly. You've never seen the movie? No, no. Oh my God. I need to sit you down and catch you up on culture. Have you seen it? I have read not it? seen it. Yeah, okay. I'm not wow. the only one. I, I, must, I, think I must be old then. You are. I, I don't know. I'm older than you. I think you're just, you're one of those weirdos. You like that weird kind of stuff. Next or, you're going to tell me you like Doctor Who or something. No, I don't. I hate Doctor Who. Do you like Doctor Who? I'm not a fan of Doctor okay, Who. Okay, all right. Then we're all in agreement about something. Finally. <laughs> It's too British for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, speaking of British stuff, though, I've been watching a lot of like British sitcoms here lately. Like what? Like I, uh, I recently. Like Mr. Bean. Oh, come on, <laughs> that's that's child's play, bro. I I recently just plowed through all like five seasons of the IT Crowd, like the original one. It's it's pretty funny. It's just a a British sitcom about these three people that work in the basement of this corporate building in london and they're just the it department and they're just real wacky and stuff they work in the basement yeah they're like tucked down in the basement nobody cares about them and all and they just get up the the, the computer gremlins pretty much but it's funny so i recommend that one i um i don't know i like like british shows um i I haven't watched a lot of british shows I, i know i've watched the office uk that was an office UK. That was, it's so cringy. It, it's, it, it came bad. out first. Like they based the American one off of that. I so mean, like, the first episode of The Office UK and The Office US are they're almost the exact same. Almost exactly right? yeah. the same. But, but the US one's funnier. Way funnier. Yes, yeah. way how? funnier. It's like just, how? I don't. I don't. It's know, not like, as cringy humor as The Office UK. Yeah, you just. I don't think we can explain. I think you just need to go well, and watch. Well, it. well, British humor is also like really weird. They also don't hold back. Yes, yeah, because their their humor is like, oh yeah, we're meant to make fun of ourselves. Well, something. they have like different like standards for things that they'll like happily include like in television over there. So like, you'll be watching a show and it's all fun and games, and they'll just start like dropping like f bombs and stuff. And just like, oh, that's well, that's that's okay over there. I guess that's a cool thing. I don't yeah, know. yeah, no. That's, so uh, British shows, you really gotta you gotta be careful because you know. You never really know what you're getting You could say rated G, but then, you know, Tinkerbell over here is dropping MFR here and there. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, (laughs) maybe maybe not that drastic, but, you know, kind of, kind of. But, yeah, you need to go and check out The Office UK. It's it's weird. It's super cringe. I feel like you might actually like it. You like all that cringe stuff. It's it's only, like, two or three seasons. Yeah, it didn't last that long for good reason. I might laugh at how cringy it is. Yeah. You know, if it's if it's better than boneless pizza, then you know we, we can only go up from there. No, boneless pizza is like peak. It's peak, peak cringe, but also peak funny. I think I don't know. I like it, but I. Yeah, hate I remember it. you you called me and you're like, dude, I, I watched them all. I'm like you what? <laughs> I watched them all. Yeah, um, so there's this series on YouTube. Well, it's like this guy makes videos, and they're pretty much the same video every time. But there's like a different premise to the video, and they're poorly edited. It's just like still f- picture frames with like text over it. 
<laughs> Noah watched it all after I introduced it to him in one day, and I was really concerned. Yeah, man. Well, like, I couldn't get it out of my head. You showed me, like, two videos, and I was like, there's more of this? I got to see. Like, is it all, like, this, like this, or is it better? Is it, it, is, it is the exact same. It's all pretty bad. Some, some are, like, not gold. as funny as others, though. Yeah, some of them and are some pretty Some are bad. hilarious, but. There's some gold mines in there. Yeah. All it's clouded weird. up. Oh, my gosh. I keep um, it 99. I run it to 100. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's Zach, exactly you gotta, we, we got to show you these videos. I might have to check them out. You, you'll think mm -hmm. we're super weird. You, you're probably better off not, honestly. You might just want to refrain from that. Anyway, anyway. Things so, that get us through these so dark book, and so trying book, times. Books. Books. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is pretty much a book about a guy who gets abducted by aliens and Earth blows up. They pretty much blow up Earth. Okay. So this alien race has, like, they put all these pylons around the world, and this guy who's, like, a traveler of the galaxy or whatever comes and picks up this other guy who's just a regular old dude, and he's like, you're destined to save the world or to recreate Earth. He's like, what? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not destined to do that. And he, transport, he transports him off-world on another ship, and then as they're, like, they're going away from the Earth, that you see, like, all the pylons just, like, pop Earth like a balloon. Earth is just peers. Hmm. And it pretty much chrono it chronalizes his journey through the galaxy, how things work. He, he ex it's actually he has a booklet called The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where it tells him what everything is. It has an automatic translator system. And eventually it turns into... The whole journey turns into a search for the computer or whatever like the first ever computer created that was created to ask the question, what is the meaning of life? And the answer apparently is 42. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. Like, I don't, I don't mm -hmm. know what that means. That's, that's where it's from. Does anybody know what that no means? No one knows what it means. Okay. It's just a random number, 42. Or is it a random number? There might not, it might not be so random. Um, hang on, someone trying to call me. Uh, yeah, no, but it's, it might not be random. There might be a whole premise to it. I can't remember. But either way, they go, and they ask the computer, and she's like, yeah, it's 42. And they're like, what? Should should we have put a spoiler tag on this? Should we have been like, hey, spoilers? Or is this one of those things where, like, by now... This book was written back in 2002. Yeah. How, when did the movie come out? 2008. Okay, yeah. People have had time, I guess. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Zachary? What, uh... If you've been reading anything recently, or what's your what's your kind of go to thing if you had to pick something? I like a lot of the Tom Clancy novels. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. What's your like? There's a lot of those. There are the a lot Jack, of those. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you prefer the Jack Ryan ones? Yes, I very much prefer the Jack Ryan. The uh, the older ones or the newer ones? Older. Yeah, back back when you written them in like the seventies or eighties or whatever. Yeah. Those are really good. Patriot Games, Hunt for Red October. Those are two of um, my favorites so far. Was it Clear and Present Danger? Clear and Present is Danger was a good one. Is my favorite by far. That's a really good one. The hmm. newbies are also pretty good. Um, I think, what's his name? Who played it? Um, Harrison Ford. I think Harrison Ford really nailed Jack Ryan when he was playing them. He the did. Movies. So what's your top two or top three Tom Clancy novels that you've read? I mean, I kind of From listed the them. Series. Um, Hunt for Red October, Patriot Games, Fear and Present Danger. I did like Behind Enemy Lines, which is newer, but it's really mm -hmm. good. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of books that they're still putting out that they said, yeah, Tom Clancy was writing these, but we finished it for him. And you're like, uh-oh. You're like, this can't be good. And it's, it's, it's pretty decent. Some of the newer ones are pretty decent, but ever since he died back in, like, you know, 2013 or something, like, way back when, like, they've still been finishing up some of these book ideas that he had, and they're not nearly as good as the way he wrote them. Yeah. It's kind of like if someone took a Clive Coastal book and said, yeah, we finished this when he was writing it, and you're like, this is pretty cringe, Well, my bro. thing is, he started writing books, like, with his son, like, they were writing books together, so I feel like maybe his son's just going to take over writing them full-time because mm -hmm. he died, like, what, like a year ago? 
It hasn't yeah, been that it was, long. A it year. Was, it's it been really less sad. than 10. Yeah. It, like, a lot of people just, like, did not know either. Yeah. Like, like, oh, I like Clive Plessler. Yeah, he's dead. Like, Yeah, well, no. I remember, like, I saw it pop up on my Facebook, like, day of, and I was like, no. That was really sad, man. Yeah, I mean, he put out some good stuff. Like, pretty much all of his Dirk Pit books are good. Like, I, I like them all. But, um, he has a lot of books. Oh, yeah, a ton. A ton. He churned them out, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he did it. And plus, like the plus the editing processes and everything, he probably wrote like five books a year, or if that, or, I mean, or be- more. Between all his different like series he had going, I mean, probably he probably put out like five or six books a year, and then edited, had them all edited, published, approved. Yeah, man's a machine. Anyway, so any other books you like reading? Uh, this past year, I did read a book called Indianapolis, which is about the USS Indianapolis. Yeah, like I heard, like, I heard that came, like that book came out, and everyone started reading it. They're like, "Whoa, I didn't know this like happened." It's pretty much about a ship that carries a nuke. Yeah, I uh, I read it. I had known about the tragedy of it prior, but I didn't know how ridiculous the details it was. or everything that went on because. Are you are you ever spoiling books again, bro? No, I'm not. I feel like that might have been. It's, it's the story's actually really harrowing and ridiculous. Well, yeah, isn't it that is. the one? About, isn't that the one about like everybody like getting eaten by sharks and stuff? Or is that? A, am I thinking of a different thing? No, 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 I think no I'm just, I that's think... not right. Uh, okay, so essentially, the ship gets attacked by a Japanese sub and it sinks, and everyone who actually made it into the ocean is like stranded there i don't remember how many days it was that they were stranded but they were on little rafts they were in these life vests and uh i mean because of the metal structures of the world war ii ships uh white tip re or white tip like oceanic white tip sharks were attracted to that and so they would come and investigate and they saw an easy meal and were picking off sailors uh there was a lot of other crazy things going on while they were stranded but not only is it about the sinking of the ship it's also about uh the like the the atomic bomb the mission to like clear their captain's name Mm -hmm. and it goes a lot into that legal case and I mean, it does, it, at, towards the beginning, it goes through a lot of the missions that the USS Indianapolis was on, including leading up to the sinking, the transportation of one of the parts to the atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. And I think it sank when it was carrying that No, part. it sank when it was on its way back. Oh, okay. But either way, the story, when you read it, it's like really ridiculous and it makes you mad at the federal government. Really, really bad. It's, it's yeah, very well, impactful. What's new there, though? You know. Yeah, no, I'm trying to take my guns. Yeah, the the only thing I I'd ever heard about it was like I think in Jaws, the guy's talking about it because he like supposedly was there and he talks about all the people going into the water and only so many coming out of the water and all. So you know what I'm talking about? Have you guys uh, seen Jaws? I've seen. Jaws. I have seen Jaws. That's definitely a part of that movie. I'm I don't think I'm just completely making that up. No, you are not making that pretty up. Sure I remember that's been, that like, parodied like heavily. You know. Have you? Uh, um, have you, have you watched Jaws two and three? It's been it's been years. Probably the worst movies I've ever seen. I mean, I've seen a lot of movies, but those are the worst movies I've seen. I don't know. I can't I can't really speak you to know, that. You know how Jaws used like an act like an animatronic shark? Yeah. Um, Jaws two just like kind of put a picture of a shark and just like it, it was floating. <laughs> With the animatronic shark showing up like maybe once. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it's quite funny. And then the third one is two animatronic sharks. Yeah. Didn't they put out the third one in like 3D when it came out or something? I don't remember, but I they're both they they're pretty. To. They're both. I, think I heard about that. They were it horrible. Was like terrible. They were horrible movies. Yeah. Wasn't Spy Kids like the first 3D movie? What? Spy Kids 3D? That wasn't the first I, 3D. That movie. wasn't exact. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, I, th- I, might, I may have been too. Like technology's been around. I may have been while. too. I may have been so young that I thought it was. You've you've internalized that part of your childhood. Like this was the first because it's the yeah, first yeah, one yeah. I saw. Yeah, no. I, no, man. So, um, um, any you got any other books, Noah? Um, I don't know. It? We're we're coming up on an hour, and I feel like we need to wrap it up at some point. But uh, I don't know. I will say another book I picked up recently. I did kind of 
dropped the ball on in favor of The Witcher. But um, I picked up Dune. Hmm? Dune. Oh yeah, Dune. D U N E. Dune. It, yeah. That was a really popular video game series back in the nineties. Sorry, what now? It's a book. It's a book and a video game series. I've I've never heard of the video game. I was like, I thought you were like trying to make a joke about Doom. No, I was I'm, like, no, it's Dune. D U N E. Yeah, I just I I'd only ever heard of like the movie that came out in like the '80s, and now they're gonna be coming out with a new one. So I was like, I might as well might as well read the book. It was a very, see if it's good. It was an extremely extremely popular video game back in the '90s when hmm. they made it. That's that's interesting. It's a really like, it's a really hmm. big series. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I knew it's supposed to be like some big, you know well-loved thing but um i'm shocked that you dropped it for the witcher i had trouble getting into it i'm not gonna lie like but from what i've heard because i started reading it about the same time my mom actually started listening to it on an audio book because that's all she does is listen to those and she was like well what part did you get to before you stopped and i was like such and such part they had just gotten to whatever planet or whatever and she was like oh well you quit before it even really started like getting good and like stuff started happening i was like oh well, if I have to read, like, you know, 100 pages of a book before it starts getting good, I'm kind of like, eh, that's not really on me. But uh-huh. maybe I should have tried a little harder. I don't know. Um, so I think to wrap it up, we should talk about movies. Movies? Okay. That, like, okay. you watch around Christmas time. Oh, yeah, don't. Hallmark movies are completely off the table. Well, I will no, I'm say. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will say, I mean, we are going to be doing, you know, holiday kind of geared episodes, and I'd like to talk about like holiday movies and music and stuff so maybe just not putting an emphasis on like holiday movies that we watch but like just just general movies that you watch or if y'all have watched some movies recently you know during these trying times you know i usually watch a lot of uh kung fury which is a quick 30 minute movie on youtube it's very stupid and funny Okay. And it's, yeah. I, I I love it so oh, yeah. much. Yeah, I've seen that. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's, odd. It's supremely funny. What about you, Zachary? What are what are some movies? John Wick. John. <coughs> Which one? All three. Heck yeah! You gonna watch the fourth one when it comes out? I will. Yes. I'm gonna bring the mood down again. I've never seen those either. They are very oh, good. Oh my god, dude! Even if you don't like violence, you love Keanu Reeves like barely talking. It's amazing. I mean, you, you, you don't mess with John Wick's dog. Mm, the first one, classic. Second one, violent. Third one, even more violent. Okay. okay. Fourth one is probably going to be a bloodbath. That's cool. And they are definitely going to make a fourth one because they're never going to stop making these movies because everyone loves them. It, it's it's becoming more of like a Mission Impossible. Like, they're going to keep making them until Keanu Reeves just physically Dies. cannot make them anymore. <laughs> Tom Cruise got too short to make Mission Impossible. He just gets shorter every year, and, you know, he's got too short to make him. Hmm. So Fallout was a really good movie. I have not seen Fallout. It, it wasn't the best Mission Impossible movie that I've seen, but it was really good in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with old Superman in it or whatever? Is that the one I'm thinking of? What? The guy that plays him. Henry Oh, Cavill Henry Cavill? Or, yeah. I think he's so. A, he's the one. He has, like, a mustache in that or something? Yeah. I don't know. I, I forgot I, he played Superman. Yeah, I saw like the first two Mission Impossible movies, and I was like, "These are weird." And I, I just don't like Tom Cruise. I don't. He has like, if you look at a picture of him, he has like a tooth in like the center he's of his mouth. A, it's sci- weird. He's a Scientologist. It's, yeah. Well, and there's that too. I guess that's a more, you know, legitimate. If you, you want to, like if him. you want to feel you know wrong watching a movie, go watch Top Gun. You'll feel wrong. Wrong. Yeah, you'll feel wrong watching a movie about you know Top Gun. Okay. Anyway, so, the, you like those. John Wick movies? Yes, I really like the John Wick movies. How about you, Noah? What kind of movies do you like? I was about to say, but I've already said I've never seen those. Um, I don't know. I mean, towards the holidays, I have a very specific set of movies that I like to watch. And I really only you're watch those, those. You're one of those people. I'm not a big movie guy generally. I'm more of like a TV show kind of person. I like the smaller kind of like bits of, you know, content at a time. But um, Mand- Mandalorian. Definitely. I haven't there. seen season two yet. I haven't yet. Either. I haven't, and so we're not going to talk about it. You, you guys need to see it. It's yeah. fire. I've already seen like some spoilers, and I'm like, oh, it's okay. I'll get over it. Um, but I mean, bringing up Star Wars though. I mean, if I'm going to watch a movie, um, Star Wars is always a good go-to, just because I can turn that on. I've seen which, them a million which, times. Which episode is your favorite? Uh, 
episode eight, obviously, The Last Jedi, duh. Don't you know? Like, that's just the best one they ever made, and nothing else I could throw something at you right now. You're not going to, because I'm lying. I hate that movie. The original trilogy is the best, by far. Episode three is my favorite. I love episode three. Empire Strikes Back, hands down, probably the best overall one they came out with. Um, Episode, Episode six was the one that got way too hyped. I think I don't know why people like Return of the Jedi. Like I, I don't like it. I'm like I don't hate it, but I just don't. I don't care for it. Like of the original three, it's my least favorite. It got it got really hyped up, and I think it's because it was the last movie of the original. And I guess the the only thing that really saved that movie were the Ewoks. Definitely. I mean, it was still a good movie. It was. It was was a really good movie. It had great actors. It was just. It was like, huh, okay, this is kind of hyped yeah. up. I will Same say, thing with Episode 7. Well, I mean, the the new trilogy, the uh, sequel trilogy, that was overhyped, and I just, I mean, the movies were okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, know what you were going to say? Oh, I was going to say, and we could spend an entire whole other hour Ep- talking about that. Star Wars. You know, Star Wars is a topic in itself. I was going to say, like, as far as the newer movies go, and if we're talking about you know that kind of stuff for Star Wars, I really, I kind of like the Rise of Skywalker. I know it's gotten some mixed reviews. People I, love I, it or hate I, it. I think like, I enjoyed it a little bit more than actually I enjoyed it way more than eight. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, well that's not saying much. Like they could only go up from Episode eight. Well, here's the here's my thing. Like when I went and saw the Last Jedi in theaters, I saw it in you know the whole Dolby you know super awesome surround sound theater and stuff mm-hmm. and. Like, it was great the first time I watched it. Like, it was awesome. That whole experience was great. The sound was cool. Like, the visuals were great. But, like, you try to watch that movie again, and it doesn't hold up. You can can poke too many holes in the plot, that kind of stuff. And that's why I think it's not great. Rose Tico is the the worst character in Star Wars. their, Their whole little casino sequence was a waste of time. It It accomplished nothing. But, um... The, like I said, we could spend a whole yeah, hour. We, we, we could talk. We could trash this. talk episode eight all hour. Anyway, so Star Wars. You like Star Wars? Yeah, Star Wars is good. And I mean, you watch it during the holidays a little more. Yeah, well, not really. I mean, that's just kind of like if I'm gonna watch a movie, I'm probably gonna watch something I've already seen, just because mm-hmm. you know I don't really these days have like an hour and a half or two hours to sit down and just say, okay, well, I'm gonna watch this new thing. Around this time, I watch a lot, a lot of Matthew McConaughey movies. That's odd. I don't. I, I love that. Matthew McConaughey. I'm not gonna lie. I hate you know. I hate Texas University, but you know what? By God, I love Matthew McConaughey. I'll give you that. That's and okay. His, his some some every movie I've seen, I've but that's had him in it. Even like the chick flicks, I've enjoyed, just because it's Matthew McConaughey. Well, you, you know, you bring him up, and uh, I know we're we're trying to wrap up, and then mm-hmm. we just keep on going. But like we talked about Clive Cussler and like his books and stuff. You know, they actually made one of his books into a, into a movie with Matthew McConaughey, you know, Sahara. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he actually plays, like, Clive Cussler. And not Clive Cussler, Dirk Pitt in that book or in that movie. Wow. Uh, I can't speak. But, um, yes, I mean, I think that's pretty cool. I've seen the movie, like, once. I remember it being pretty good. Not good enough for them to make a whole, you know, franchise out of it, I guess. But that would have been nice. Um, um, I look, yeah, he's I, great. I really watch Interstellar, too. Interstellar, like... You, you, yeah, you told you told it. You said this before to me, like you can't get into it. No, I loved that movie when I watched it, but it's one of those I don't know that I could ever watch oh, it right. again. You can't, you can't really rewatch it because like it, it like blew my mind so much, and I'm just like going into it, it's, never it's having still, seen it. It still blows my mind when I watch it. Well, yeah, but like I don't think anything will beat like that first time you watch it, not oh, knowing no, what's gonna happen. Like you're you, on the edge of your seat. The you watch you watch Interstellar. And it is it's directed by Christopher Nolan. The music's made by Hans Zimmer, the same guy who did Batman, Dark Knight. Yeah. I mean, Christopher Nolan has a thing for uh, Hans Zimmer, but the music, the directing, Matthew McConaughey's acting, hey, that rhymed. <laughs> um, it all comes together to make this movie that, you know, you watch it, you're like, holy, you're like, holy crap the entire time. And it makes you feel emotion too. I mean, I remember I still cry whenever I watch that scene where he's like turning on the TV, getting all those messages after he'd been on the planet. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I know the movie's been out for a while. We're it's a little bit newer. We're not going to spoil that one too much. Yeah, I will no. say the ending, 
is the only part I wasn't I wasn't like super the, crazy the, about. The it end, was weird. It was just too was, out there. The ending was very weird. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really get it. But, um, I, I think it should have like culminated a little bit better. Yeah. Because it was because it was it just the peak kept going, and then. Zachary, have you seen Interstellar? Do you know what we're talking about? I like, have not seen Interstellar. Okay. It's it's one of those must like must see. It, it's movies. definitely it's definitely worth a watch. I will say that. If and, you um, if you like the if you like the Dark Knight, like if you like Christopher Nolan's acting, you'll or not acting directing. There you go. You'll definitely like this movie. All right. Well, with that, I will say we've been we've been discussing movies which are easy to talk about, and we might have to revive the old cinema rant. And make that more of a podcasted format kind of thing, because back in the day, for our listeners who haven't been with us since the Rudder Radio days, we um uh, we had a whole live radio kind of show about reviewing movies and going on uh, like deep 30, dives it, of them. It was thirty minutes long, and it always went over thirty minutes. Always, because I mean, it's just so easy to talk about them. But um, all right, let's let's wrap it up. We've been talking yeah. about um. Things that we like to do, stuff we like to read or watch, things we like to eat to um, help us get through kind of these darker times of the year, get through kind of the, the winter, you know, funk that it's easy to fall into as the semester comes to a close. And, you know, we've talked a lot about food. Uh, we talked about coffee being super good. Uh, Southern food in general, I think, you know, we kind of discussed being like the best to eat, you know, maybe all year long, but particularly in the winter um, we talk about books, got some great recommendations, uh, the meaning of life is 42, 42 or something. I don't, I don't know. That's cool. Um, apparently Tom Clancy writes some good books. So I'm going to have to check those out. Um, they're long. I hope you have a good t- two months to read them. Oh man. Well, all right. I'll, I'll attempt one, but yeah, yeah. So that's, that's pretty much it. That's all we've covered. Um, I will say, you know, in addition to reading and watching and eating and drinking stuff uh just make sure to get outside go get some sunshine that's always good go for a walk get your vitamin d yeah especially especially if you have a lot of online classes you got to get out you got to stretch your legs you got to quit looking at the same four walls you know all day go do some stuff stop being a prisoner yeah don't don't be a prisoner man that's Mm -hmm. good stuff go Um, fishing if you are capable of it yeah all right, right. With, well, with that. Yeah, with that, you've been listening to the Rudder Media Network podcast on whatever you listen to podcasts on. I'm your producer, Noah, and I was joined with... Witten Hardy. And... Zachary Todd. And it's been a great time. I hope you'll stick around, listen to our other episodes if you haven't, and be sure to listen to the next one. Thanks and gig em. Thanks and gig em. <laughs>